God reveals His story through the language of culture. Although the message of God's story is eternal and unchanging, the writings through which God has revealed Himself clearly bear the stamp of time and place. The circumstances and conditions of the people of the Bible are unique to their times. So God has spoken through the context of the cultures in which His people lived. As we begin to study the book of Matthew, I want us to begin thinking of how this language of culture is important. God used familiar images of the daily life as a means to communicate His message. For example, when Abraham made a blood covenant with God, he sacrificed animals in a way similar to that of the neighboring Hittites. The staff of Moses used to symbolize God's power was similar to that stick which represented Pharaoh's power in countless statues and carvings throughout Egypt. The tabernacle of God bears an uncanny resemblance to the war camp of Pharaoh Ramses. The temple Solomon built in Jerusalem is of the similar design of temples of neighboring cultures. So it should not surprise us that Jesus will speak and act within the context of the cultures of His own day. He experienced life in a first century as many other Jews would have living in Nazareth. Jesus lived in a land that was dominated by harsh Roman overlords and corrupt religious leaders. Jesus got His sandaled feet dirty. He knew the hard work of a builder. Jesus experienced hunger and thirst under the burning sun of the Judean wilderness. While the religious and cultural identity of the Jewish people of Jesus' day was rooted in the Exodus experience, we must pause for a moment and reflect on some of these images. Jesus quoting the Torah and identifying Himself as a prophet and the king promised in it. The Jewish mind would have been drawn back to Moses, who had delivered God's people from Egypt and the overlords that are not much different from the Romans of the first century. While we cannot consider all of the significant connections between the ministry of Jesus and the Hebrew desert wanderings, this connection should not be overlooked as we start to study the passages contained in the Gospel of Matthew. We are thinking about enough, I hope, to at least begin shaping this picture for you of Jesus and His world in light of the Exodus that you will hopefully have this cultural idea and understanding as you begin to read this gospel narrative on your own. The Gospel according to Matthew, it's thought to have been written by one of the apostles of Jesus, the tax collector. Matthew is focusing on 
this continuation or this fulfillment of the whole biblical story. Matthew wants to show us three things. How Jesus is the Messiah from the line of David. How Jesus is a new authoritative teacher like Moses. And how Jesus is God with us. The Hebrew name that we refer to as Emmanuel. Matthew designed this book with an introduction and a conclusion that frame, if you will, five specific sections that each end with a long block of Jesus' teaching that we are going to give greater attention. The format of this book is very intentional. In chapters 1 through 3, Jesus' story is connected directly to that of the Old Testament Scriptures, opening with the genealogy of Jesus. He is from the Messianic line of David, and He is the son of Abraham. This means that He will bring God's blessing to all of the nations. Don't miss this point. Not just the nation of Israel, but to all nations. And from here, we move directly into the story of Jesus' birth and the fulfillment of the Old Testament prophecies and promise of how the nations would come and worship the Messiah. That the Messiah would be born in Bethlehem and that the virgin birth would show that Jesus is not just some human, but He is Emmanuel, God with us. In the first three chapters of this gospel, we see two of the key themes clearly defined. He is the Messiah from the line of David, and Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. But Matthew wants us to also see how Jesus is the new Moses. Moses came out of Egypt. He crossed the Red Sea. He wandered in the wilderness for 40 years, and he receives the law on the mountain. Jesus came out of Egypt. He was baptized in the Jordan River. He was in the desert for 40 days for His wilderness experience. And then He gives His law from the mountain. Though Matthew is showing how Jesus is the promised Moses, the greater one, Jesus will deliver Israel from slavery and He will give them a new divine teaching. He will save them from their sins, and Jesus will bring about a new covenant relationship between God and His people. In our next time together, we'll look at how this teaching of Moses and Jesus being paralleled gives a more specific reason of why Matthew structures the center section of his book in the way that he does, with five specific discourses and the larger teaching narrative of Jesus.